This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing for August 14th. Former employees with United Health Group's Optum and its subsidiaries have taken to social media this week regarding an unknown number of layoffs they say are occurring across the company. Becker's has not confirmed an exact number of employees who may have been terminated or when layoffs would be effective. United Health Group declined to provide specific information August 11th. In addition, no United Health company has filed warn documents with state regulators this month, which requires most large companies to publicly report mass layoffs. A spokesperson told Beckers in a statement that they will continually review the capabilities and services they offer to meet the growing and evolving needs of their businesses and the people they serve. As always, they will support affected team members with job placement resources and will seek to deploy them where possible to any open roles within the company. Across LinkedIn and other online sites this week, former employees with Optum and its affiliated providers have detailed layoffs taking place at their organizations. Uh, For example, on LinkedIn, a regional senior security manager for Optum's Pacific West region said he is, quote, part of the worldwide reductions in force by United Health Group and Optum. An associate director of communications at the company said she was, quote, part of a group of layoffs from Optum. A director of growth strategy at the company said he was unexpectedly terminated. And a regional VP of quality field operations at Optum Insight said his, quote, position got caught in Optum-wide job cuts. Morgantown, West Virginia-based MedExpress, an urgent care provider, is also laying off nurses across nearly 150 clinics, which is owned by Optum, and that's according to the local ABC affiliate WTAE. Well, Optum's proposed $3.29 billion acquisition of home health provider Amedesis is facing scrutiny from the Justice Department. That's according to an August 10th regulatory filing. Amedesis said it received a request from the Justice Department for additional information about the proposed merger on August 4th, extending the waiting period for the deal under federal law. The company said, quote, there can be no assurance that the merger will not be challenged on antitrust grounds, or if such a challenge is made, that the challenge will not be successful. The request is not an unexpected move from the federal government, as previous United Health Group purchases have been subject to similar requests. Last year, the Justice Department unsuccessfully attempted to block United Health from acquiring data and analytics company Change Healthcare for $7.8 billion. The proposed merger with Emeticis was announced back in June and terminated a previous $3.6 billion merger agreement between Emeticis and Infusion Services provider Option Care Health. Emeticis is based out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It was founded in 1982 and provides home health hospice and high acuity care services. It employs more than 18,000 people across more than 500 care centers in 37 states and Washington, D.C. Well, in the vein of United Health Group M&A, the U.K.'s Competition and Markets Authority has given United Health Care a provisional okay in response to the company's proposed acquisition of the health technology firm EMIS Group. Bordeaux UK Holdings, a unit of United Health's Optum, agreed to acquire the UK-based EMIS Group last January in a $1.5 billion deal. The Competition and Markets Authority began investigating the proposed merger in January and referred the deal for an in-depth investigation in March. The decision for a deeper investigation was based on concerns that the acquisition may be expected to result in a substantial lessening of competition within a market or markets in the United Kingdom. Now, in an August 11th filing, the agency said the deal may not be expected to result in a substantial lessening of competition 
in relation to the supply of medicines, optimization, or population health services in the UK. It said its decision is not final, and interested parties can submit comments on the provisional findings by September 1st. Well, HHS is urging states to do more to improve Medicare call center wait times, rates of procedural Medicaid terminations, and application processing times. On August 9th, the agency sent letters to Medicaid directors in all 50 states, evaluating states' performance on Medicaid call center wait times and call abandonment rates, rates of procedural terminations, and the average wait time for applications to be improved. The agency warned that 36 states are falling short of regulatory requirements in at least one area. Alaska, Florida, New Mexico, Montana, and Rhode Island were falling short in all three categories. CMS will continually monitor states' wait times and procedural terminations rates. It, will also it has required several states to pause procedural terminations to correct errors. The agency has not named the specific states it has taken action against. As of August 10th, at least 4.3 million people have been disenrolled from Medicaid as part of the redeterminations process. Of those disenrolled, 74% were removed from Medicaid rolls for procedural reasons, rather than being determined no longer eligible for the program. In seven states, more than 90% of disenrollment were for procedural reasons. And finally, Kaiser Permanente will receive the highest bonus payments per Medicare Advantage enrollee in 2023 among the nation's largest insurers. That's according to a new analysis from KFF. That analysis was published August 9th and found that CMS will pay around 30% more in bonus payments to Medicare Advantage plans rated four stars or higher in 2023 compared to last year. Centene had the lowest per enrollee payment rate among major payers at $251 per enrollee. United Healthcare will receive the largest overall share of payments at $3.9 billion. If you'd like the latest healthcare and health insurance industry news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.